This is Talk It Over, the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. Make the time to subscribe. Now let's pull back those sheets. Can we talk about the relationships? Can we talk it over, see how we can build? Only you and I know that's the way it goes. In this big old bed, the talk it over show. Talk it over. It's your man, K.I. from Bed-Stuy, and this is another amazing podcast. Uh, this is Talk It Over. Talk It Over is the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed, and because we're honoring our social distancing, uh, we're in our own big old beds and not the show's typical big bed. But uh, we have some amazing guests along with amazing topic, uh, so we are going to jump right in. Uh, but first of all, let's see who we have here. We got... Oh, Miss Geraldine, what's good with you? Everything's good. All right. I hear you having some back issues, though. What's what's yeah. uh, uh, any good news? Anything we can help you with? Mm, no, All I right. just got to deal with the pain for the moment. OK. All right. Well, we're going to send some healing prayers your way. Uh, let's see who else we got. Robin. Hey, y'all. How are you? How you doing? Welcome back. Thank you. Good to be back. Yeah. Yes, yes. What's going on in, in your world? Um, not much. I just finished my mile swim this morning and I'm eating my oatmeal. And it's all good. How about that? Wow. You saw <laughs> a mile straight? Yeah. Wow. See, I wow. always wanted to do a triathlon. Yeah. But one thing I knew was going to be my problem was that swimming. Right? That's usually, that's, that's fun. That's usually the most difficult for everybody. That's my easiest. Wow. I, and I love it. And I still may try to do it, but I might have to have a like somebody with a net under me and like <laughs> around on all sides. <laughs> what you like? Well, they they have what they call they have what they call swim angels out there for people like you. So there's someone to grab onto if you need to. Yeah, I need. Yeah, look, I've done three of them. They're all out there for you. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, I'd be like, look, don't be any further than arm's length away from the bra. <laughs> <laughs> I can swim to survive now. If my life depended on it, I can do what I need to do because I've been in that situation. But I, I really would like to know how to have that longevity with swimming. What you think, Changa Bell? Um, I'm, I'm with you, bro. I yeah. come from my. I'm from a family of lifeguards. My brother, and my my father can swim that butt off, but not me. I sink to the ocean. <laughs> wow, that's oh man, that that hurts, right? It does, especially when it's in the family and you want to make everybody proud and everything. But I do, <laughs> I do one, one lap and I'm winded. I don't know how swimmers do it. I don't breathe. Yeah, I, I, I marvel at it. Our, our producer, Anna Banana, is an excellent swimmer. Mm-hmm. Outstanding. Outstanding swimmer. And uh, so welcome to the show, Changa Bell. How you doing today, bro? I'm good. Hey, but I can swim in the ocean of love now. Oh, Al. Okay, now. Look, <laughs> look. That's all that matters. For, mm-hmm. for the purpose of this show, talking <laughs> it over, that's that's what matters the most. And we got Big O. Big O, you in the building? Yep, yep, yep. You know it. Glad to be back. Yeah, man. Finally back stateside. Or, yes. I was always in the States anyway, but back in New York. So Back in New York. Big O, yep, keeping yep, us yep. in the know. Oh, so, <laughs> oh, so you left me? 
Yeah, I was only down there for a short amount of time anyway. It was temporary. You know, I can't be I can't be chauffeuring full time. Especially when I'm not getting paid to do it. I'm getting paid, but it's not income. Mm. That's not your thing, right? Right, right. I know that's right. All right. Well, I'm glad that everybody is back. Uh, let's see. We are going to jump as customary. We have to do the feel good story today. And I got a good one. I'm going to keep it brief. Uh, let's see. I got a couple of them. But here's a really good one. Uh, this one is out of Nigeria. Okay. There's a. Uh, so also, I get my feel-good stories from a place called, hold on, let me move it. It's uh, goodnewsnetwork.org. So if you ever want to just check out some of their stories and, and get inundated with, with good stories, right, because we're always bombarded with terrible ones, um, you can go there and check out some of their stories. There are always some really good ones. Um, and uh, so here's another one. Uh, a young man uh, out of Nigeria, 11 years old, he earns a scholarship. Uh, he actually earns several scholarship offers after a video of him dancing in the rain goes viral. Okay. Uh, let's see. The young man's name is Anthony Mimosa Madu. And uh, he's 11 years old and he's about to get the opportunity of a lifetime um, because a video of him dancing in the rain went viral and uh, he's been getting all sorts of offers uh, from the U.S. Uh, as well as the U.K. to come and dance. So uh, check out that feel-good story and check out the video of this young man. He looks really, he looks the part. I mean, he's got, he's got the body type and he seems to have the attitude. And uh, so we wish him well in his endeavors. But I thought that was a really good feel good story uh, coming out of Nigeria. So what you nice, think? Nice. Yeah, nice piece. Yeah. Wait till, wait till you all take a look at this young man. He looks really amazing. And uh, I'm sure he's going to need all the support he can get um, once he makes his decision and making his decision and then arriving where he's going to be so that he can be the best he can be. All right. So what's the what's the intent of the video to showcase? Like, was he he's intent on becoming a professional dancer? Do you know if that was, you know, or is it something that just got went viral? I'm not sure. I would I, I like to read just snippets of it because I can't read that well. So um, I like for people to go on and take a look and read for yourself. Like and and I had my interpretation of it. But um, I, I think that uh, the listeners should go on and read it for themselves and look at the video and they can decide, right? Because I, I, I wanted to keep it as a feel-good story. So there was a cynical part of me that had something, something, something to say out of my mouth. And I was like, you know what? Keep say, it less. Right, say less. Say less. Yes. Uh, a while ago. Oh, you saw it a while ago? Okay. Yeah, he's so good. Yeah, I thought, I thought that was really amazing. And I'll just say this. I mean, if, if it was done for PR effect, it worked, right? So yeah, no, I think uh, just like the, uh, the ghetto kids uh, that um, French Montana use in Uganda. Uh huh. Oh, that group of people. I know where they dance. Whatever. They're just a bunch of street kids. Right. So I think I, I I I must be following some people, and I got him through it. I got him through that a little while ago when I saw his dancing. But they're incredible people, and they do become. You know, when somebody discovers them or whatever, this is how it happens. So yeah, this, this is how, yeah, this is how the magic happens. So yeah. um. We wish him a lot of luck, Mr. Anthony uh, 
Mimosa Madu out of Nigeria. So check out the article. Uh, and I thought it was a really good feel good story. We're all feeling good. We're all yeah, feeling nice. Good. All right. I'm about to brush off my dancing skills. See if I can I get know it. that's right. <laughs> uh, there we go. So look, without further ado, Big O, what you got for us? What all is right, today. Yes, come on. Bringing in a hot one. Honesty versus oversharing. How much should you tell your partner? And what's that line? Is it a thin line? Is it a is it a thick line? Like, can you when you want to be honest with your significant other? Of course, you want to start there. But then, is what uh, degree of honesty can start tipping you into oversharing, where you're giving TMI too much information that could have inadvertent uh, negative consequences? So, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a, I can't wait. To and we hear. got a good cast here. So I, yeah, oh, yeah. I want to hear from, from everybody because I know there's got to be some stories out there where either they were seeing somebody and they just overshared too much to or the other side of it where they were being misled and the person they were seeing was dishonest. Mm-hmm. So we all have some scenarios in that into that to that effect. Well, can we, uh, as, as gentlemen that we are, can we open it up to the ladies and let them counsel on that topic? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I second that emotion. Yes. Because I got, I, got, I got something. But Robin's I, laughing. I think Robin's got it. She's got, a, she's got a, maybe a book worth of stories. Someday I just wish some of this stuff didn't, you know, didn't uh, like to track me. Like I wish I had nothing to participate with, but <laughs> <laughs> my age, I got a little bit for everything. I don't know. Yeah. You seasoned veteran. You got stories. I, I guess. I guess. Um, uh, first of all, my opinion is that you need to be honest. Um, and I don't have a problem with that. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm unfortunately brutally honest to a fault. Almost. Um, Uh Now, in saying that, and I was reading some things, but I definitely believe in this. There are definitely things that do not need to be shared. There are definitely things that you need to know to your audience, right? And you need to know what they can handle and what they can't. Yes. And it's interesting because I've had a lot of my girlfriends that have always said, Robin, you don't owe them anything. You don't owe them that. You don't need to tell them your life history. You don't tell... And I agree with that. You know, if I meet somebody for the first time, I don't just sit there and, you know, tell them chapters of my life. However, if I'm asked a question, I will give you the answer. Yeah. So, for instance, um, if I am, you know, I've gone out on a few, several dates with, with somebody new and fifth or sixth date or whatever, and we're talking about some pretty, you know, deep things and family things or whatever. And they ask me why my, you know, what, what happened with my marriage, why I was divorced or, or if they come out point blank and say, Oh, did your husband step out on the marriage or did you step up? Well, I'm not going to lie. I'm just, I'm just not because my belief is as part of my journey, whatever it may be, I don't have any regrets for things that I did because it's brought me to who I am right now. So if I'm meeting you right now, you need to accept me for who I am right now. Exactly. So for those that, and I've had this um, pretty serious relationship and a pretty severe breakup that took a long time. Um, but there was, there was a lot of baggage on his end that I was unaware of. 
And so there was information, I'm just going to leave it as information that was not all provided to him that apparently he may have needed. However, and things that I just didn't really see was necessary for my end. But now in hindsight, I know that was all meant for a reason because those people that can't really handle that information, if they've got baggage there, they're going to put you in that compartment, right? Right. They're going to put you in a box. In that box forever. So whether Mm. I did or didn't is really irrelevant um, because now I'm going in that category. And so from the, you know, from, from that point on, that's where I'm labeled. There's never going to be a different type of opinion and I'm not going to walk on eggshells because of that. So I think in, in, in general, you need to be honest. And then you need to also know that, you know, if there is something that's in your past or that's, you know, even in the, a, I believe a current situation, if let's say you've broken up with somebody for a while and you know what, you went with somebody else or whatever it might be. And you came back to that person, whatever happened in that other little brief moment, you must have learned from it and you're back with that original person. And so move on from there. You know, I don't need to go back and find out what went on during that course of time because you're now here with me. And so why am I going to ask you those things? Um, That's that's just kind of my my belief. Robin, if I can ask, since we're on the topic of, of, of sharing and honesty, have you ever been in a position, dating position where say things were going well and then maybe there was an uh, oversharing of information to where it was just too much too soon for the uh, said person? Or? Very good yes, question. I have. Okay. It was real early and I think it's, it's funny because it was on the guy's side and that just strikes me really weird because I just generally... So he shared... Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was like two, I, I thought, oh, this is, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It, it, it rang an, it rang an alarm, right? You, it you rang like, an alarm right away. I, I don't, I don't expect that from men, number one. I just, uh-huh. history, and I, I think men are a little bit more private um, early on, which sometimes we, women like to just flap our mouths off, but um, yeah, there was just a lot of stuff, and I just thought, yeah, I, I I don't need to know all that. I really don't. <laughs> yeah, that was a two dater. Right. Wow. Uh, Changa, did you want to insert something before uh, Geraldine uh, hops in? Well, no. I mean, you know, O triggered me with that question because as, <laughs> as we were talking, I'm a classic oversharer, I think. But I mean, that's it depends on the perspective. I remember being on this very romantic date. I, I studied abroad, so I lived in Prague and I was there. And I met someone, a young lady. We were out. First date, we had a restaurant. I had never been there. I was impressed with the restaurant. I excused myself, went to the restroom. When I came back, I was like, oh, man, the restrooms are dope here. Have you ever been? And she said, yeah, I, I, I effed my boyfriend in this, wow. in that bathroom. And wow. so I was like, oh. oh TMI. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. That was, that, that was that way was too much info. Oversharing yeah. right there. So I would share, but not to that point. So when O said, have you ever been on a date or something where someone's overshared, man, I obviously that scarred me. <laughs> so, 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 Changa, so Changa, was was it is it possible <laughs> that it was just maybe a cultural thing? Like in that that region, people just spoke that frankly and matter of factly, or do you think it was just her in her personality uh inside of that moment? 
I don't know because I it was a me thing. I shied away from everything at that point. I know that's right. Right in hindsight, like looking back, she wasn't a Czech woman. She was uh, half Czech and half um, Indonesian, and so I don't know if that was a cultural thing or not. Okay, but from whatever it was, it just seemed a little harsh. Absolutely, yeah, uh, for me as an American. Yeah, but it was definitely a classic oversharing because I was like, "Well, geez, you just tainted my experience of the bathroom," and <laughs> and then we just sat silently and ate. I was like, "You what?" And you know, I, I asked a few more questions after that, but the date pretty much ended for me after that. Yeah, look, I, I, yeah, I would say as a man, <laughs> I mean, and, and women, y'all can jump in. Uh, Geraldine, it's, it's your turn. I, I would say that was yeah, that was definitely a little. That bit. was way, way too much yeah. to yeah. share. Yeah. And I've had my experience of oversharing and I've learned from it. And when I say oversharing is me telling them what I expect out of a relationship and this and that. And they took it to their advantage and played on it. Okay. So I've learned from oversharing, but I'm totally honest. I'm an honest person. Now, don't ask me a question if you don't want to get the truth from me. I know that's Regardless right. Regardless of what it is. I know that's right. I'm going to be your friend, but I'm going to tell you the truth. Absolutely. And it's up to you how you take it. I'll try to be very gentle with you, but I'll tell you the truth. So, so it's good to be honest. Honest is the best policy to me because then you don't have to go back and figure out what lie you told. Yep. Or uh, whatever, you know. I don't. I don't have time for that. Too much energy. Yes, absolutely. Well, so, but there is a place. There is a point where you can overshare and so let me turn out to be bad. So yeah. let me ask this because we we're all in agreement, like, and Jordan just said it. Honesty is the best policy. But is that true one hundred percent of the time in all cases in all contexts? Is it okay to keep? things to yourself or maybe not be as uh, brutally honest about certain scenarios. Now, there are things that if you are determined to, if the intention is to build a loving relationship, right, and not a dysfunctional one, if the intention is to build a loving relationship, then of course, there are some things that definitely need to be shared, like your past uh traumas and things that you've learned and grown from, or maybe if you're not so good at being financially disciplined, those things, things that have severe impacts, definitely you want to handle. But then there's other things that necessarily the other partner may or may not need to know all the time, right? That's not being, and I guess, like, yeah, that's the, that's, that's, yeah, the context, and that's basically what we're talking about. That's what the topic is, honesty versus oversharing. If I'm brutally honest and open all the time, I may be sharing information that serves no purpose other than just sharing the information, right? Do I necessarily need to tell uh, my significant other that on the way home, I was I was hit on by an attractive female or that I found her attractive or blah, 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 or there's a flirtatious vibe going around at work or, you know, where are those lines where it's like, it's not, it's okay not to share. It's okay not to be brutally honest. All right. Well, listen. Let's let's do this. Let's see what let's see what the experts say. I got something uh, from uh, an article that uh, our, our one of our producers, Anna Banana, pulled up. Uh, I'm going to share it. It's from uh, Bustle 
bustle, bustle.com. And the piece was written by Carolyn Steber. And uh, she has, uh, I believe, 11 secrets that will always hurt your relationship. So these are people that are in a relationship. Uh, and I won't read all 11 of them, but we'll go down the list with some of them, right? And so one of them is, let's see, your sneaky emotional affair. Wow. Okay. Um, I don't even know what that means, but uh, that's, so that's, that's at the top of the list. Your history of mental illness, your history of cheating, uh, all of your baggage, uh, your ongoing money issues. I think you brought that up. Oh, uh, or how you spend your money is one of them and, uh, struggling with addiction and so forth and so on, uh, your history of STDs. So there are, and then there are about three, uh, other ones. And so that's, uh, bustle.com. And the piece was written by Carolyn Stever. So you all can go check that out. Um, for those that don't know, what's the topic today, Big O? The topic is honesty, honesty versus oversharing. Again, we're trying to find that thin line or the thick line. It might be a big, big fissure, right? It might be a huge difference between honesty and oversharing, or it might just be a very, like they say, a thin line between love and hate. It might be just one of those paper razor thin lines. So we're trying to, do, to knock it around, see when being honest is... I, I'm more intrigued about when being, uh, yeah, the line. Where where does oversharing, where does open honesty dip into oversharing? Where it's like, okay, I don't need to know that much. Thank you for your honesty, but Jesus, and that's too much information for me. How right about now. a job interview? How about take it out of that realm of intimate relationship? What about a job interview? Right? Like if they ask you a question, where do you see yourself in five years? Tell us why we should. How are you or, you know, what what do you see yourself bringing to said position? Right. Last time you smoked a joint, you know, things, right. things of that nature. Right. 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 Does the like, job necessarily need to know that right. you might have, you know, smoked before you even showed up? <laughs> <laughs> you were like, uh, no, nah, I haven't. I don't do I don't smoke weed. Right. Right. So where, where, yeah, so let's take it out of that context because at the end of the day, you're trying to impress the person that you're engaged with if, if you're trying to score uh, enough points to get to the next date or to get the date to turn into something serious, so. Well, I, I think that's, that was what I was just going to say, Big O, because for, that's one of the reasons I classify myself as a classic overshare or whatever. I think authenticity over everything because... I don't want to, um, I think um, white supremacy did that for me, shape-shifting, like trying to be the Catholic school boy in one era and then trying to be the quasi-street boy in the other. Like, I got tired of code switching to the point where I was like, you know, starting to, to recognize meta-code switching because we do it between classism, we do it between racism, we do it between trying to get some booty when you're on a droughtism, all of this stuff. And I was just like, you know, it's better to really be deeply rooted in yourself. And if that means quote unquote oversharing for someone else's perspective in the long run, it benefits you because like, like um, uh, the sister was saying earlier, you don't have to worry about trying to backtrack and remember, Oh yeah. What did I say? Or how was I trying to be then? I'd rather come off as brash, harsh, whatever. And, and let someone accept me 
at least who I am in that snapshot, as opposed to trying to. And the same for a job interview. Yeah. Same thing, because I don't want to um, put on a persona. I mean, we all have an aspect of personality. That's fine. But when you're literally uh, putting on a persona, that can be tiring. It's just a lot of energy. Here, here's one. And we, here's one. We all have children, right? And I remember once when I was, uh, my son was probably about, probably about 13 years old. And he asked me, there's always that point where your children ask you about sex or, or drugs. And I can't remember which one my son asked me about, but I've, I knew it was time to have that conversation. And I, so I went, down, I went down the gauntlet. I, gave, I went from A to Z. And uh, I have, we happened to be in mixed company. It was with a young lady um, that I was dating at the time. And after that, she said, oh, you shouldn't, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't have told your son that. You shouldn't have told him, you know, what you told him. I said, listen, first of all, he asked me. Secondly, you know, he, I, I believe, I mean, he didn't understand the full scope of everything. But what he did understand is that his dad wasn't going to tell him a lie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it was and there's never really a right time to have that conversation because you have to go into your own personal history and tell things that are not necessarily favorable about decisions that you made at the time. Right. And I had to tell him, you know, and I was just like he asked me and I could see that what he really appreciated was he was like, I, that look in his face where he's like, I know my dad's not going to lie to me. My dad's not going to tell me some BS. And I told the young lady, I said, well, if, I'm, if I, as his parent, won't tell him the truth, where is he possibly going to get it from? Exactly. <laughs> A stranger is not going to give uh, your child the information that you're supposed to give him, even if it hurts and is painful to you or about you. And a lot of what I shared were things that I was not proud of. You know, but it helped shape his understanding of his the journey and experience that he was going to have and his relationship with his dad. So there are times where we, you, you know, and, and you said it, Changa, authenticity. Right. He, he knew that I was being authentic and real. So these are so just it, it, so talk about another form of relationship doesn't even have to be an intimate relationship with uh, a potential significant other or your significant other, but your children, right? We owe it to them to share our journeys and experiences, even if it hurts. We owe it to them to reveal those things, right? And, and there's no more uh, intimate relationship than the one with your kids. Absolutely. And, and a, a wise man once told me, into me, I see. Boom. He used to always say that. Yes, sir. You yes. know that was you, Nas. Yes, sir. Thank you, brother. I appreciate <laughs> it. Finding intimacy into me, yes, I see. And, um, and, you yes, know, I, I really took that with me. Uh, and and I've always carried, carried that. It's yes. like, well, I'd be intimate with myself as well. Yes. So I think the Western connotation of intimacy being romantic, it's, it's, yes. not, it's been, um, you know, just connected as well. Yeah, absolutely. So there's intimacy and there's intercourse, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm at the same. so important that what you said about the, with the kids, um, because I I feel that um, and my kids are all you know pretty much thirty to thirty five or whatever. But um, wow. and, and somehow I've skated through with <laughs> wow, yeah. boys and girls. I've never been asked any of that stuff. Really? Nope. But 
And you seem like they would come to you. Like, I know, but I don't. So here's what I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to say. I don't know. I wish I had them to answer this, but uh, I mean, I have a great relationship with my four kids, a great relationship, boys and girls. Um, Lucky. They're like my idols now. You know, I've learned, right. I just learned so much from them and everything and how they're doing things with their relationships and their lives at an older age than I did. So, um, but what I was going to say about that, 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 that connection that you have as far as being honest and sharing with your kids later down the line, like at this point in time in my life, you know, if I, if if mom makes a mistake, I stumble, I fall, you know, I'm a hurt. I'm human. They see you as human. If you don't share that kind of stuff or, 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 or are not vulnerable, right? Vulnerable is like a key word there. Cause vulnerability is like, just, I, I think it's been seen as, as a weakness and it is such a strength. Absolutely. To be vulnerable. And um, I, I, when you're vulnerable with your, I mean, I now granted there's a certain time and place. I mean, I'm not vulnerable. I'm sharing stuff. I've got friends that have shared everything from their kids when they were young on the way up. And you know, they're all drinking and smoking and everything together. And I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm kind of a prude. I don't really approve of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to say on a very quiet level, my kids have a real, high regard of respect for me. I mean, they never had parties in my home. They never did things in my view because they just, I think they just respected me more um, because of, you know, my approval, just approval. And, and I was authentic in let, in letting them know those things. So I would share what I thought was important at the time and, and also not. But my biggest point there is that they, they need to see you as human, not as some Superman and Superwoman. Because then they're 30, 35, and mom or dad does something awful. They're shocked. Uh, yep. Like, like way t- big time, you know? Yep. How could this be? How could, you know? And I don't know. Everything that, I, that, I, that has happened pretty much that I've seen in the course of my life with my kids and my marriage and my not marriage and everything has been really accepted pretty well. And I have to look back and say, well, somehow, somewhere, I was vulnerable enough or they understood me enough that it was no big shock to anybody's system because mom now is not performing, you know, like right. the super mom we thought she was. So I think that's really, really important. Um, well, and with my, me, with my kids, my son shares a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he, he overshares with me. Which I'm, I'm glad that he shares with me because yeah. growing up, as he was growing up, yeah, my son wasn't so good. He, I, when, and I tried to instill in him, don't lie to me. But he did anyway. But as a, as, um, a teenager, say 15, 16, he started oversharing with me. and. I, I'm grateful that he did. I am. It just took me for a loop where I thought it would be my daughter sharing more than my son. Now he comes to me every chance he gets and shares. 24, he'll be 25 in October, and he's still oversharing. Do you do you tell him? Do you say Yeah, I tell him I, too much? I, I tell him and I says to him, look. I'm glad you're able to talk to me, but I don't need to know everything. I really don't. 
stop. <laughs> I had yep. to stop yep. him from introducing <laughs> me to every girl that he met. Yeah. Yeah. That he was somewhat interested in. Yeah. Stop introducing yeah. me to them, especially if you're not going to stay in a relationship with them. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Because then they're yeah. coming to me. Yeah. Um, thinking. Uh, hey, fire. Yeah. We when just, something goes wrong. Thinking there's a level. Yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a different level. Yeah. For mom to get in there. He wasn't respecting. Yeah. So yeah, let that's me. A very good point. Yeah. Go ahead, Big let, let me ask everybody has have you ever been in a situation where you kept a secret from your significant other that um, either maybe blew up in your face or you were overworked about it? Like maybe when it came out, you're like, oh, I was, you know, I'm, I was imagining the worst. And it was just like your partner was just like very understanding or um, a secret that started to weigh down and affect you mentally or physically. No, I don't think I've ever did that. Me either. <laughs> so nobody, nobody has any any unsolved murders that they got away with and just didn't. <laughs> no, I'm, 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 I had one and I blew myself up. I just didn't like it. Was, it was eating me up, so I just went home and then told her that was the only and, secret I had. And and you know, and was the outcome what you expected? Was it worse than you expected? Were you making the? Were you imagining it? Was it, was it, were you making it bigger than it needed to be? Uh, no, no, it was, it was, it was what I thought it would be like, okay, angry, but I just had to get that weight off my chest because I, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, I didn't, I don't like secrets, they're nasty, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's it real, it's real easy not to, to get involved because I don't want to be laying next to my wife at night thinking about some other chick, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I want to be with that other chick, and then all I'm gonna be thinking about is where's my wife doing, and she gonna catch me, like, it's so, it's mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. displace yourself that way like you become displaced it's the same way with work and purpose like if you got a job and at your job you're always thinking about or trying to do your purpose work and mm-hmm. then when you with your purpose work you're thinking about shit i gotta go to work tomorrow like it's that's why i said it all comes down to this relationship with yourself and i just mm-hmm. rather not have that dissonance anywhere so when something creeps in and that's why i say i overshare so you know said um person comes in and, and there is an attraction, I'd rather just say, hey, you know, I don't want to go over there by myself no more. I, something about her, I'm just attracted to. Rather just get it out in the open. Uh-huh. Now, now we can both watch me. I already told you, like, that, that one over there, I don't want to be there. So, yeah, I've, had, I've been told that I, I was too, I have been told by a few of my friends that I was too honest. By 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 your friends, as in like your your, your like girlfriends or friends. As yeah, my in- girlfriends. Okay. My and not only just my girlfriends. I have uh, two best friends that are males. Right. And they say the same thing. You too honest. And I'm like, how do you consider me being too honest? Like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell the truth regardless. Right. Then. If you can't handle my truth, then you can't handle me. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, well, I got a story. I was probably about 20, 20, around about 24, 25. And uh, I was working on a film. I'm not going to say the name of the film because <laughs> it'll give it away. But I was seeing three different women who worked on the film. 
but at three different times of the film, right? Mm -hmm. Wasn't dating. We were just enjoying each other and having fun. And, (laughs) and, (laughs) yeah. And I, 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 you know, and and so we had a, a, usually at the end of the film, they have like a a premiere or like a party or after party or whatever. And somehow the three of them managed to find out about, you know, uh, the fact that they had been, that I've been involved with all three of them at three, at three different times. And they confronted me and, uh, that night of the party. And, and, you know, I just told them, I said, well, look, at the time I didn't feel that I had an obligation to tell any of them about the others because I wasn't dealing with them at the same time. There were three different females that I dealt with at three different times, although it was in, let's say, a seven month period of time. We weren't dating, we weren't in a relationship, we were just hanging out, enjoying each other. And, um, and so they confronted me and, you know, and I was, that was what I hit them with. I said, listen, you know, I didn't feel like it was necessary for me to tell any one of you about the other because we didn't have, that wasn't the nature of the kind of uh, situation that we were in. Right now, almost 20, five years later, I still feel the same way. <laughs> yeah, and, you, right. you made Robin black out of her screen. Look. Right. <laughs> 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 I mean, it just, I, at, at the time, I was just like, I didn't feel like I had to tell them that. Were they friends? No, they were not. They okay. weren't. They, know, the I, I, they knew of each other. They didn't know each other like that. But I guess they were on the, on the films uh, at the party and, you know, they may have, you know, had drinks and started talking and they must have saw me somewhere and started pointing. And that was it for me. <laughs> and I, I saw I, them coming, too. I said, oh, boy. <laughs> this was not good. I'm here to tell you, you was a whole thought. Like, you was just a thought. <laughs> <laughs> but I, in, in a woman's perspective, the, I, 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 I feel like he feel. If they wasn't friends, then no, you didn't need to tell them anything about the other. Right. Like, I, friends. If, like if I were if I were dating any of them or if they had intersected or cross-sected, um, that would have been a different story. Right. Um, you know, but they didn't and they, they didn't. They knew of each other. We we're on the same job. But, you know, I mean. Talk about talk about information that people need to know. And, and it wasn't I didn't have any reason to be it wasn't about deception. It was cl- literally they did, I didn't have any reason to tell them about the other woman because there was no other woman. Yeah, but I mean, they, like you get right. off in, in the court of law, in the court of law, you're not guilty. Right. <laughs> but but yeah. in, in a but public I, opinion. But from a Buddhist perspective, that golden rule thing, like, I don't know, for me, if it were the same, like, like you and I, we worked on a lot of film sets together. I love you like a brother. Got no problem with you. At the same time, if I'm crushing on whoever, Samantha, and we finally get together and she had been with you a month and a half earlier, she needs to tell me. She needs to be yeah, like, no, well, that's different well, because you ain't. So I'm saying, I'm saying that's similar to what you're saying. Like, so like those ladies would have wanted to know just the same way that we would have wanted to know. Like, you didn't have to divulge a bunch of information, but, to, oh, just so you know, you know, and especially with women, because we know they're competitive with each other, and they might just cast you out of the king, uh, out of the queendom, 
just because they can't stand her. And if you've been with her, so it's like, you know, we, you know, I, I think that would have probably been a, a good time to just say, hey, you know, Candace and I used to see each other. And then, you know, the reason you didn't want to say that, because, you know, it's 55 questions coming right after that. Well, no, they when, well when they, they confronted me, I did. I know, but I'm, I'm yeah. saying that's that's just because it blew up because you got sort of caught. But if, I'm saying not even getting caught with it, just to be upfront in the beginning, like yo, I used to mess with. You know, so so what, no, I agree. So in the court of public opinion, I was wrong then, and uh, I would be wrong for still um, adopting that belief that I did nothing wrong back then, right? In the court of public opinion. So I'll go with that. I, I'll accept that. You know, we're sharing, so that's that's part of. Well, I mean, even with my wife, when I met her, I, I don't get in trouble, Changa. Or do we lose Changa? Okay. Yeah, he might have, he might have got kicked. Right. So, what, what's the topic? Big <laughs> that was that was the uh, yes. that was the the heavenly intercede yeah. <laughs> stepping in before Changa put <laughs> his foot in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was uh, <laughs> no, that was so, the divine intervention saving Changa right there. <laughs> well, I let her, I let her, um, let her know because in that same way, you know, she needed to know, like, oh, you, you know. So, um, I, I, similar way, I didn't want to. I don't think she would have ever known, but just like, hey, just in case, I don't want this to be some years down the line, and you'd be like, oh, why didn't you tell me you dated so and so? So I just, you know, I, and again, it doesn't mean that you were right. Or, or wrong is this right. like you said it's a matter of preference i i prefer to be on the front end uh, and i would want the same thing uh you know and she did she told me who she dated on campus mm-hmm. and uh you know i judged a couple of them i was like oh right. that's, that's a horrible choice <laughs> see that was to me i mean that, you know again that th- those are things right so we and, and i guess we have to make that decision for ourselves like what is useful information what is damaging information and what's simply information that people don't really need to know about right so that's that's really the topic and i don't know that there's a right or wrong answer which is right what do we always say we're not subject matter experts right we're we're experienced and we're sharing those experiences and talking it over in this big old bed um, right. hopes of being able to assist others and making uh, the best decisions for them, right? I don't know what the best decisions are for other people, um, um, but we're just using this platform to share, right? What, Big O, you wanted to drop something on us? Uh, no, I mean, you, you already said with the topic where we're knocking around, um, basically just the honesty and oversharing. I think everybody's had a very good uh, examples that they shared. This one for me was just listening pretty much and, and learning. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think, I think this was a good topic. Yeah, I do. I, you know, the, 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 the relationships with, uh, I, like Changa said, the relationships with the children are to me, the, the most important ones, right? The, the, the transparency, um, inside of relating to your child and being upfront with your child or giving them information, uh, is that's that's the most crucial one to me. I, I agree. I remember when I was having this conversation with my son, uh, there was a point where I had to curb some of the information that I gave him when it came to sex, right? So he's 13 and I couldn't explain to him the explicit nature of sex 
because that would have been giving him a little bit too much information and putting him in a position where he would have maybe tried to get a sample size, right? Try to, try to, you know, cause we get certain kind of information and now we have to do something with that information. Right. And so at 13, I didn't want him to try to uh, explore some of the things that I had told him about. Right. So I literally had to make a decision. How much information do I give uh, him inside of this moment right here? Right. So I made a decision to tell him to come up to a line. I literally butted right up to a certain line, but not cross that line because now he's got to want to maybe try to find out firsthand for himself what to do. You know, if I've given him too much information, now he wants to explore, right? Children are naturally curious and inquisitive. And, you know, I didn't feel like he was mature enough to handle that next wave of, of truth or honesty. Right. Take that right into relationships as well, because I think um, along the same lines, you, if if one has the ability to stop and think, because I don't, but it, to think about what they're—I mean, I have no filter—but to think about what they're going to say, and to to to, to just like a child, uh, are they, you know, I, do I know this person well enough? Are they going to be able to handle this stuff? Are they not? Or more importantly, is this advantageous to? the relationship or friendship or whatever that I am attempting to form with this person, especially if they're not asking you, right? I mean, if they ask you, then I'm just, it's just, it's all cards, cards on the table for me. I'm not going to lie to you. So, um, and if you're asking, I'm assume like Geraldine said that you're asking cause you want the truth and you can handle it. Now yeah. if I find that you can't, oh, well, you know, then, yeah. then I gotta, then I gotta move on. Right. Because, um, Bye. don't ask, don't ask. So, don't so, ask. so Geraldine, uh, so, so Geraldine, so you said that your son overshares and your daughter, she ain't giving it up. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, she learned, she learned from the son. She, she learned from a brother. Like, nah, he, he, vexing, he vexing mom. I'm not even going. My son literally came to me the day after he first had the sexual relation. Yes. Wow. And he came and told me. And I'm looking at him like, what? You did what? (laughs) I didn't want you to find out any other way, mom. (laughs) Right. And I I appreciated him for it. And I also had to talk to the little girl that he did it with. Mm -hmm. Because for some reason or another, he thought it was okay to do it in my house. Mm. Oh. Mm. Listen, you got a good son. You got a good son. So I I made her tell her mother and me and her mother had the talk because they were, they had been, they was together for a couple of years. How old uh, was uh, your son at the time? My son was, I want to say he was either 15 or 16. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A good son. Little girl was a year younger. That's that's not happening, happening very often. So yeah. A good boy. Now, see, with my daughter, she didn't even tell me. I had to find out the hard way. Yeah. Not surprised. Ooh, did yeah. I say that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, my, and no, my, my, day, daughter, my daughter told me, uh, Nas, you can't say that. She was. <laughs> yeah, of it's course. Women. <laughs> yeah, Hold my, on. Really? She shared. Yeah. 
Wow. Okay. Yeah, well, my, my daughter in her senior year, she said, uh, driving to school one day, she said, um, she said, Daddy, I think I'm just not going to have sex. She's like, it's a lot of pressure around school, but everybody that's having sex, it's hard enough this year. I don't know why you would add the confusion of sex to it. Sure. And I was like, I said, well, go for you. I said, yeah. that's, that's, a, that's a good choice. I said, but either way, when you are ready to do it, just be safe and enjoy it. I think you should enjoy it. So it should be something that Absolutely. Take a party and enjoy. So yeah, she she volunteered that information. Yeah. I was blown away as she got out the car. I was just pumping like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, talk, I had that talk with my daughter, like my daughter and my son, because my mother didn't have that talk with me. Yeah. So I did have that talk with my kids. If whenever y'all ready, please talk to me. Yeah. I'm not going to judge y'all. Just yeah. talk to me and let me explain things to you. Yeah. yeah my daughter didn't talk to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, you, you all are one, one of the reasons that you all, I invite um, you all, every one of you to come on the podcast is because, I, I mean, as human beings, you're, you're aces, wonderful people. And, and everybody here are parents. And I know you all are good parents. So I'm not surprised that your children would have great relationships with you, either feel comfortable to talk to you or even feel comfortable um, knowing that they don't have to come to you and talk to you because you've done a great job as parents, right? And so uh, that, that, this all makes perfect sense to me. But Geraldine, understand something. Your son, <clears throat> your son is, is uh, yeah, big, yeah, big up to him. Last question, last question. Is it, is it from y'all's perspective, because I'm listening and I feel like I'm, I'm in a classic case of an undersharer and it just, is the way I was brought up with the, my peers, you know, anytime somebody shares something, the, the feedback might've been like, nobody asked, you know? So, um, I, I generally don't volunteer information. Now, if you ask me something then I'll tell you, but other than that, I'm only going to answer what it is you ask. And I've been, that's been trouble for me in, uh, significant relationships in the past. And that's something I still work on personally, but I wanted to ask from you guys, like, what do you feel, is more challenging to deal with an oversharer or an undersharer? Undershare for me. Uh, undershare. Un- under, yeah, I would, undershare. I would say undershare. Yeah. With, with no bias to, to either, but I would say yeah. if I, of the two, I'd probably say an undershare, you know? Okay. Because you never know what anyone's thinking, and not that they can't deceive you with words, but right. if they're not talking, you really don't know. You don't know right. nothing. Like, at least... At least uh, when someone's talking, you can look at tone, mm-hmm. not what's not being said. You can look at any window, but if you're just quiet, you're just in the dark. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And then you're feeling like you got to pull it, you know? So that's pressure on the other right. person. Oh, boy. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's a very good point. Yeah. It, and that that's that's really, for, for me personally, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't like to feel like I have to pull, have to pull extract information out of you that's because okay. there's there's some deception going on. Because right. when you have to pull information from somebody, that's like a job. Absolutely. You're, you're, yeah. you're, that's, that's one person putting in more effort than the other. Yeah. yeah. When they got to pull, try to pull information from, from you. So, so, I mean, a relationship is, is, you know, the operative word and relationship is relate. How do you relate? You relate by uh, communicating your thoughts, your feelings, your ideas. Right. Um, and, and whatever's going on with you, you know, so someone who's not uh, revealing things that are going on with them and it doesn't have to be a covert operation. Right. It doesn't have to be anything that is that is clan that is clandestine. 
But when you're trying to relate to another human being, there's certain cues that you're looking for um, that is going to help you uh, understand and have a greater relationship, uh, build a relationship with them. Something like that. It just means that it's going to be harder for that person. So that's not to say that if you are that quiet and that introverted, right, it's impossible. But I think, you know, at least for me, and it looks like all of us here on this call, that that is, it's hard, like, like Naz just said, it's hard to relate with someone if you're not really being open and talking. Absolutely. So listen, once again, uh, this is Talk It Over. Talk It Over is the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. And because we're honoring uh, uh, our social distancing, we are in our own big old beds and not the show's big old bed. I want to thank my special guest once again, my guest co-host, actually. Once again, uh, Robin. Thank you, Robin, for, for yeah, doing the podcast. Yeah. Are we going to see you again soon? Oh, this is like uh, this is like my own little self-therapy session. So this That's is what's up. Yeah. I love it. I really appreciate uh, having you on, having you all on. Uh, Ms. Geraldine, you back from your trips, your promenades. You, you We're going to see you again? Yes. This, I'm like Robin. This is my pers- own personal little therapist, therapy yeah. session where I can learn a little more from others. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank, thank you. And that's, and that's literally what this is all about, right? We're not, we're not trying to give really advice or suggest what people should or shouldn't do. We're merely sharing our experiences and hope and hopes that that sharing can impress upon something that will uh, help someone else so that we can be a greater service. Right. It has helped me a lot. Yeah. That's what's up. Like, uh, yeah. Y'all wouldn't, I, this has helped me tremendously. Oh, in thank you. Month. Right. So, on. Yeah. And, and likewise, and we benefit from from you sharing your stories. Right. So having you on and having Robin on, it's like, oh, we got two pistols today, Jack. You're going to hear it today. All right? <laughs> if you ain't heard it. You're going to hear it today. And, and of course, uh, Mr. Changa Bell. Changa, thank you for coming on. Man, it's always a pleasure. It, it, um, just like everyone said, it's therapeutic, it's a joy, and it's just an honor to share. Yeah, man, that's what's up. You, you're going to join us again uh, possibly next week? Pretty much. Anytime you ask, I'm, I'm going to be there. That's what's up, Sometimes a, a magical thing might come up, but yeah, anytime you ask, I'm going to be that's, there. That's what's up. Big O, you going to keep us in the know? Always, 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 always do my best and try to bring it every time I'm, I'm available. That's what's up. And before we go, I want to thank, I want to share this. Um, we officially are over the 2000 download mark. So thank you all. Thanks for, for being on the podcast, downloading them, sharing them. Uh, I want to thank our listeners who come from all over the globe. We have listeners in Canada, Ireland, the Philippines, South Africa, Australia, Argentina, Brazil. I'm going to throw a shameless plug out there. Uh, say that. Say that I again. Said, I, any, I was going to say I was going to throw a shameless plug out there. Like any, <laughs> any mattress, any mattress companies or bedding furniture that need to get their sales up. Oh, we get our numbers up. So y'all need to come talk to us. You know what? <laughs> right. Come talk to us because hey, we can yeah. put their, their information on the airwaves. Absolutely. Put that out there with all of us in that big bed together, too. But And that's the plan, right? I can't wait to have this lineup in that big old bed and let people see what it looks like. Right. Because because uh, and, and we had had this this conversation earlier. 
there's a distinct difference between intercourse and intimacy, right? And the, 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 the key is to be able to create that level of intimacy if you're looking for a relationship. Now, if you're looking for intercourse, go ahead, go for it. But let's not conflate the two, right? So right. with that said, it's your man, K.I. from bed Slow motion for me. May all your ups and downs be in this big old bed. Love y'all. Talk to you soon. Peace. Yeah. Holla at you next week.